entrepreneur first doesn't find startups; it builds them. In a converted biscuit factory in Bermondsey, South London, 100 would-be entrepreneurs are searching for their perfect match. It's the afternoon on the second day of Entrepreneur First (EF), the six-month accelerator program that takes technically talented strangers and molds them into co-founders. Yet, although the people in the room have left jobs at Google, Credit Suisse, and the University of Cambridge to be here, all the skill and will in the world are no substitute for chemistry. And between workshops on creativity and customer acquisition, the would-be entrepreneurs talk intensely and sketch out plans on MacBooks, working out if they are right for each other. It's X factor without the tears, says Alice Bentinck, co-founder of EF. Most of the time. EF is the tech accelerator that's also a training school for entrepreneurs. Since it was founded in 2011, the company has produced 75 companies that have gone on to raise 100 million dollars, 70 million pounds, in venture capital funding. But whereas most accelerators look for startups with plans and people already in place, EF begins with individuals, pre-team, pre-idea. Winnowing the most suitable down from 1,000 applicants, they genuinely have some of the best technologists," says Wendy Tan White, the co-founder of DIY website builder Moonfruit, who joined EF in 2016 to manage the EF fund. Tan and her husband, Moonfruit co-founder Joe White, are currently raising an extra 40 million pounds to extend the EF process over two years. This is not a normal fund. It's a company builder. The EF process gained some significant validation on 20th of June 2016 when Twitter announced that it had acquired visual processing startup Magic Pony Technology for a reported 150 million dollars, 102 million pounds. Magic Pony's founders Rob Bishop and Zehan Wang studied together at Imperial College, but didn't meet until they both joined EF's third cohort in 2014. You'd think if people were going to meet anywhere, it would be Imperial, says Clifford. But until you get to the point where starting a startup is a normal thing to do, you don't get that Stanford effect in even the top British universities. Magic Pony is only the second EF company to exit, and the first since the opening cohort in 2011, when the accelerator had less of a stake in the companies it produced. EF's initial sixteen thousand dollars. Ten thousand eight hundred and ninety-nine pounds investment in Magic Pony returned six point five million dollars, four point four million pounds. It's definitely the first time we can say to people, "Hey, we know it works," says Clifford. There were many doubters, so it's quite nice to be proved right. EF begins with three months of team building and idea development. Originally, the whole group stayed for the entire three months, living off a stipend of one thousand two hundred pounds a month. From March twenty seventeen, however, participants will be given a lump sum of three thousand six hundred pounds and will have a mere eight weeks to find a co-founder. If participants fail to form a team within this time, they will be asked to leave the program. An exit eased by more structured training and assistance in finding a job. Most likely with a startup in EF's growing alumni network, Bentink describes the new arrangement, which goes by the name of the EF Fellowship, as a more formal way to exit the program. After this first phase, 
Bentink and her co-founder, Matt Clifford, both 30, decide whether or not to take an 8% equity stake in the newly formed companies, providing successful teams with another £10,000 to help them through to Demo Day. To encourage substantial money-making propositions, the pair get people to focus on their edge, their competitive advantage, usually a technical skill. The status quo is to solve a problem you've experienced, but that leads to people solving small, trivial problems, says Bentink. EF companies don't build dating apps or social networks for pets, but unsexy enterprise things. In the most recent, fifth cohort, 20 of the 25 graduating companies were B2B, and 15 were working on a branch of artificial intelligence. The EF process is not infallible. At last count, 27% of participants failed to make it through to Demo Day. But Bentink and Clifford, who set up a branch of EF in Singapore in January 2016...